That's trademarked. Trademarked and copyrighted, which I don't know the difference between. Yeah, I, I think know. copyright's like an artistic. Yeah, thing. I don't think you have to actually copyright things. That's the way it works now. You get automatic copyright. Yeah, if I understand correctly, as soon as you think of it, you've semi-copyrighted it, like it's yours, but if you want to register it or, you know, official copyright, mm -hmm. the problem is... Well, the rule yes, is you, we have say, to, you have to say it under your breath, then it is officially copyrighted. <laughs> it's like chanting a magical spell. Copyright Man vs. Internet 2009. On this episode of Man vs. Internet, we talk about the Lenovo dual screen notebook, come up with new catchphrases, and discuss the history of windmills. Visit us at manversusinternet.com for show notes and contact info. And now, Man, Man vs. Internet. Just for like vacation stuff? No, it's for uh, for a wedding. Not mine, but a friend of mine. I'm a groomsman in the wedding. Ah, so nice. I'm going to Hawaii. I agreed to go to Hawaii. He asked me uh, like well over, I, I think over a year ago, he, he asked me if I'd be a groomsman in his wedding. And I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Hawaii, be a good time. And then since then, I've had, I want to say 17 other friends between me and my girlfriend. Are, are getting are getting married this year so it's cumulative 18 weddings this year starting with the hawaii wedding hmm. and uh i don't think i'll be invited to all of them especially because i often complain about the number of weddings that i have to go to <laughs> so when people are calling their wedding list they'll be like well dan one less wedding for dan to worry about mm -hmm. slice but uh don't want to don't want to trouble Dan. Is, <laughs> yeah, what, is what they'll say. So popular, he's got that's too many to tone. go to. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's. I'm I'm looking forward to Hawaii. It should be fun. I've yeah. never been to Hawaii before. From everything I've seen, from forgetting Sarah Marshall, it looks like a great time. Yeah, I've never been there either, but it always looks uh, it always looks good. I'm hoping Paul Rudd is a surf instructor that I can take lessons from because that would make it worth worth it all not that the wedding isn't worth it i would think so yeah mine. i think that's somewhat yeah, yeah. unlikely but yeah that um you think it would be quite popular yeah oh yeah oh yeah i'm uh i'm a huge paul rudd fan i was invited to a wedding in hawaii a while back but i didn't go i was not yeah. the groomsman i was just invited to it regularly mm -hmm. as a mm -hmm. standard wedding attend or attendant i guess no yeah. is that an actual is that a thing that people do in wedding is an attendant well um maybe the usher usher could be considered an attendant yeah you know, people do their seats and... i wasn't that i didn't have a job in the wedding okay you were just you I were just, just invited yeah as a guest right as a guest there we go yep i was a guest but uh i i uh i turned it down on account of i did not want to pay to go to hawaii mm -hmm. and because the person said in their invite that there would be a second reception in Omaha. And I thought, well, I that's, I'll just go to that. But then it turned out yeah. that that was a lie. <laughs> there was no second reception in Omaha, and so I kind of feel like a dick for not going. Well, but, I mean, come it's on. It's really, it's his fault if, there was, if he promised a second reception and there was none. Mm -hmm. It really has nothing to do with you, you know. He gave you an out, you took the out, I, and then yeah. he didn't, 
didn't follow through. Feel a little bit cheated. Yeah, you should go to his house demanding free food and, and drink and reasonably priced drink. Yeah, an open bar. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Now, if you had been invited as a groomsman, do you think you would have gone? I think I've been obligated then, yeah. Do you feel obligated if you're asked as a groomsman? Yeah, if you're in the wedding, if you're asked to be in the wedding party, I don't think you can turn down being in the wedding. Hmm. You, Yeah. It's a lot more of an obligation then. Especially yeah, if I you mean, are the bride or the groom. Then you have to go. <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily true. Really? Uh, have you ever oh. been to a wedding where one, where the bride or the groom didn't come? Uh, well, no, but I've seen movies about that very situation. Yeah, but Typically, though, that means the wedding's off. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the wedding ever goes through successfully in those cases. Do you think there's a market for that? Could we make a business that's like groom by proxy? Oh, like, yeah, that's a good idea. Right. Married, long distance marriage. Or, you know, we're like me and mm -hmm. you, or, well, we could probably get a girl to come in on this. Well, yes, that'd probably be preferable. Get, get, you know, and then the priest would say, do you, and then they say, you know, if it was you getting married, do you, Andrew Watt, and then if I was your proxy, like you were uh, in a bar in Tijuana, and mm -hmm. I was doing your proxy wedding, I would, I would say, I, by the authority invested in me by the wedding by proxy website via man versus the internet. By marriedbyproxy.com. By marriedbyproxy.com, copyright reserved. That's trademarked. I, Andrew Watt. See? Mm-hmm. And then go... It, and you don't have to little... be, because weddings are a hassle. You know what? I think we oh, I yeah. think we should take this to the next level where neither the bride nor the groom need to attend the wedding. Mm -hmm. We send we we set up proxies for both of them because legally you just have to go to the courthouse and sign papers, right? And so if you're in a situation where you want to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to uh, feed your closest friends and relatives and then liquor them up afterwards, mm -hmm. but you yourself don't want to be there, it's such a hassle to plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, we aren't going to plan it, are we? Well, no. We yeah. just have like a standard wedding standard wedding yeah, package. It, it, it's all the same every time. Yeah, we could even line them up. We could do like ten shots, you know. Mm -hmm. Just have like, we we just rattle off the names real quick, invite everybody to the same wedding, you know. So it's oh yeah, combine doing, them, find a you yeah, know big auditorium, doing... seat yep, everybody. Yep. So ten, we we had, you know they come in and we say, are you with the bride or the groom or this bride or this groom or this bride or this right. groom or this bride or this groom? We have it segmented off, mm -hmm. and then when it comes time, we just say it for the ten people. You know, we only, have, we only go through the, the whole thing once, but at the do you blank part, we r roll right. off the list of names. Yep. Right. Well, we don't yeah, we don't need to repeat ourselves. Everybody's, you know, heard the song and dance. We just need to, you know. Yeah. Most people don't want to be there anyway. Mm -hmm. They just feel obligated because they're the groomsmen. And then we have one oh, giant yeah. reception. Or do we even need the reception? I guess the reception mm -hmm. is the fun part for the guests. Yeah, that's why the guests come. But maybe we don't even have we, guests at the actual reception. Maybe those are proxies too. We could have tiered, tiered packages. You know, like, do you want just a ceremony? Do you want ceremony and the reception? And then we could do the proxy thing for the like awkward wedding toast, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, the every time they people clink their glasses, the proxies kiss. We we uh, proxy in like a a cousin and an uncle. 
to do a duet on the violin and sing, you know, type thing. You ever been to a wedding where they do that? Where they have some relatives who are yeah, do the, do doing the doing a musical number, but yep. they're not they're not as good as they think they are, or something. Or yeah, like they they mentioned how they love to do it, and so the bride and groom feel obligated to let them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's good, but more than often, you know, it's you know it's a, a brother who's just you know he's been playing guitar for maybe four months really doesn't have classical gas down yet you know <laughs> uh well maybe i'm thinking that we could do that yes but instead of we could have that package where we have the proxy talented musicians so mm-hmm. that you know they don't have to be embarrassed and everyone feel awkward when they now which is do. okay but which is the nicer package now the the talented musicians or the ones that are just untalented enough to be realistic? Mm, yeah. Do you want that real experience? It's like Do you want that like, real authentic wedding experience where a couple details are slightly off, you know? Right. Someone's name like, is misspelled in the program. Right. Right. You know? Yep. Someone's name is misspelled and and the musicians are a little off kilter. And something funny happens with the ring bearer kid. Right. You know, like he trips and falls or... It, oh, or, we put the ring in his nose. Whoops. Oh, oh. no. It's, it's kind of like if you were to hire a prostitute for like the girlfriend package and she has a headache. I just, uh, I just got via Twitter... Uh, link for the new Lenovo dual screen notebook. Dual screen? Yeah, it has another screen that slides out of the first screen. Oh, I think I've seen this thing. It's sort of, yeah, it comes out to like the right side. Yep, yep. It's, uh. Yeah, for a second I thought you were talking about what would be like a, a giant Nintendo DS. <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically what it, you know. Which I think would probably be better. Probably. Sort of a combination of of a tablet PC and a Nintendo DS. (laughs) You could write on the bottom half. And then, you know, they could even put make it so that you have a keyboard, Mm -hmm. like an on-screen keyboard that you could put on the bottom. Virtual keyboard? Yeah, virtual keyboard. So you have a fully functional dual-screen touchscreen notebook. I think that's the way of the future. Oh, wow, this thing looks ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> how so how do you that, mean? it looks it, it big, looks like it would well for pad. one thing it's the same thinkpad design that they've been using since what 1993 well when did we get our laptops at jd oh it definitely looks the same as those mm-hmm. got their little red eraser nubbin the little those. uh nipple mouse i believe too, is the though. technical term the that nipple. laptop we had in college had no had no trackpad did it it was just the just the mm, nubbin no it did not yeah it was just the nubbin yeah I'm wondering, like, how did you click? It had mouse buttons, though. They were like beneath the space bar. There was like two buttons, like right below the space bar. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. I'm wondering if this picture shows it, and like the secondary screen is like half the size of the main screen. I'm wondering if it continues, has more space to pull out. No, I believe that's it. I believe that's it. Um, it's just there for um, I want to think I read part of a review somewhere because it looks so ridiculous that someone said it's it's basically only useful 
for very specific applications if you want to put like your Photoshop toolbars or something on it oh, because it's not a whole screen you know it's got it's yeah. like a tiny portrait display hmm. I guess I could see how that would be useful at times I mean you know more screen real estate it's always useful to some degree I guess I don't know it looks pretty crappy to me it looks like a really flimsy like CD tray <laughs> Like yeah. it, th like you would pull that thing out and then you put a disc in it and kind of carefully slide it back in. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. It, it, I, I'd be interested to see it in action. I'd yeah. be interested to see what, what Apple would do. With some, isn't there like rumors and about Apple tablets? Not this. Oh, there's no, always rumors this. of Apple tablets. Yeah, It's probably going to be that thing we just described, two screens. Yeah, oh, that'd be, that sounds kind of sweet, actually. I'd, I think we're on to something. Mm -hmm. Copyright. Yep, that's trademarked and copyrighted. Reserved. Did you just whisper it under your breath? Yeah. Did, uh, did nice. it come through on the recording? A little bit. Copyright. Reserved. Trademark. <laughs> nice. That's ours. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I hope ours. Apple does make it now so we can just sue them, get some money out of it. <laughs> well, we've got proof, too, because this podcast will be up, what, a week? That's, okay. yep, a week to a month, depending on... <laughs> uh, I <laughs> well, hope it takes less we'll... time to edit than the last one did. I think it um, will, since we're recording separately. A lot yeah, of my time well, was spent trying to, like, erase my echoes <laughs> out of your half of the recording last time. Oh, crap, was I supposed to be using headphones? Yes. Sorry. Really? Oh, no, man. I'm, not, I'm just kidding. I've got headphones. Oh, good. I was like, <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah. I thought those. I thought those echoes, echoes last time were just because uh, you were you were taking crap during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. I was in the bathroom, but that was that was a different echo. I don't think that came uh, through. That was when we had the double echo thing going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. So, uh, so this thing looks retarded. <laughs> uh yeah you know we'll see Every, everything's got some work to do at some point here's, everything's great here's right something i wonder about okay it slides out of the top of the screen right so that screen has to be really thick in order to yep. fit it yeah so when you close it is it sort of is it thicker on that one side and then thinner on the other side where there isn't any screen mm, like that little bump on the back of those like like does it kind of look pregnant when you close it up What's that car that has like that first aid kit in the back of it, and like it has a like space, like a little bump on the tailgate? I have no idea. No idea. A car? Yeah. yeah, it's like a with a first aid extreme, kit. Extreme, extreme. Like you're gonna take this snowboarding and and surfing and constantly be strapping things to the top of it, and it's kind of shaped like a Jeep SUV thingy. I feel like it's an Xterra or something with an X in the name. Possibly. Yeah, that sounds like something with an X. Yeah. Anyway, it's got or or two X's. It. It's got uh, it's got. I'm pretty sure it's a first aid kit, and it, it displays this to the rest of the world by by its little extrusion, little tumor thing on the back. By the a by a sort of butt pregnancy. Right. Yep. But it tries to make it, you know, cool. Yeah, I have to wonder if this laptop doesn't look like that when you close it. Probably. Or if it doesn't, then it's got just a huge empty space in it. Which makes me wonder oh, why yeah. they didn't make it a it's much late. bigger screen. A much bigger yeah. screen or a third screen on the left side. 
Ooh, yeah. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to. Now it's we're... only a matter of time before we have the same sort of computer setup that Hugh Jackman had in Swordfish. Because that was awesome. Did not see that, but I imagine it was like a three <sighs> monitor setup. Ooh, you three. You. You're thinking small, small time. This is like I want to say something on the order of ten. Really? They have sort of like a, a TV station control room going on. Yep. And he was programming. I can't believe you haven't seen this. And uh, he was programming, and he had, of course, a sweet 3D visualization for his code. <laughs> a code visualiz- visualization, always. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, if you have like... that many screens, you really have to use them for something. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and it. Uh, Pretty much, like, when he compiled the code, like, these cubes. I assume he was compiling because he'd hit a button and then wait. And these cubes would, like, kind of rotate 3D space and come together to create a bigger cube. And he'd be like, yes, 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 yes. And then for something would go wrong, they'd burst apart and be like, no, damn it. And then... <laughs> I think I had you know, that screensaver. Windows 95? The cube? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that was it. I guess as far as like movie to, to computer sort of things, uh, Minority Report computers, HP's trying to do it. They've got computers that are all, all touch screeny, but ultimately not holographic. So that goes a long ways away. Have you seen the ads for those HP touch things? They're what now? All it is is a touch, it's a, it's a touch screen computer, but they have some like software on, on it that, they advertise it as though it's very cool looking, and you wouldn't even need a mouse because you can do everything with the touch screen. Hmm. They advertise it a lot on Hulu. I'm surprised you haven't uh, seen it. Oh, okay. I have seen this computer. Yeah. Yep. See, all it has is some like some HP software sitting on top of Windows mm-hmm. that is well suited to like music. It looks like they tried to make a touch screen version of Front Row. Yep. Yep. Much. Mm, I like how they use the uh, this this uh, sort of um, creepy font. It looks like a Halloween font. <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks like, like be... Tim. It's like Tim Burton's font. Exactly. Is that yeah. the Nightmare Before Christmas font? I think it might be. Pretty close if it's not. But as far as I know, it's not actually. Doesn't make me want to buy one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's not real appealing. What what font would make you want to buy one? Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica, mm-hmm. your favorite font. Yep. I I. Uh, big, big bold Helvetica. Big heavy. <laughs> Impact. Impact is what makes me want to. <laughs> uh, Impact, Impact just thing. makes me think of lolcats. I don't think it would have right effect. <laughs> Impact and Comic Sans. Oh God. Oh, you. <laughs> I hate Comic Sans so much. <laughs> uh. It's very overused. That's uh, it's so ugly. <laughs> it gets used a lot by like. Uh, Nothing adds that that touch of unprofessionalism, like Comic Sans. <laughs> nothing, nothing about getting an email from someone that's set in like Comic Sans. Uh, you know, it's like red, with like a, and then they've added maybe like a blue border or something, or they've customized it just enough to look like total <laughs> shit. Enough to... <laughs> yeah well you know it's, it, it is what it is 
<laughs> is that your new catchphrase? <laughs> I guess. I hate that phrase though. I, I just can't stop saying it. it just, mm. I mean, what does that even mean? It just means that you're done talking it about it. That, yeah. Pretty much. I'm done talking about Comic Sans. It is what it is. <sighs> need need new catchphrase maybe? Should we work on catchphrases? Sure. It's, you don't like it is what it is. You could you say uh phrase? you could say uh take it or leave it. <laughs> that's cold that's almost the same thing as it is what it is. Yeah, but it makes more sense. It doesn't sound well, quite as corny. Take it or leave it. I guess it is what it is is probably something that derived from people saying it's trying to be more than it is, you know? Like I don't know. Like that that HP touch mark, perhaps could be described with that. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Just trying it out, trying it out a little bit. No, yeah, it's, you know, but I think we should keep working. I think maybe we should keep All right. keep trying other things. There's one, there's one catchphrase I like a lot that that um, a podcast called Webcast Web Comics Weekly. Mm-hmm. It's uh, some guys from the Web Comics community, PVP and Star Slip and uh, Evil Inc. and Sheldon. I'm glad I remembered them all. Yep. I, I didn't want to say them all. That's but... a whole bunch of web comics that I think I've heard of, and I don't think I read any of them. Oh, they're good. You should check them out. Yeah, I used. To, oh man, I used to read so many web comics, and I just, yeah, I just sure. sort of stopped. At some point, I was like, man, I read way too many web comics, and a lot of them aren't good. So I cut out like uh, all but all but a few. Is that a web comic that you stopped reading? All but a few. Yep. Yeah, sounds kind of crappy. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't very well, good. So wait. Well, well, first of all, we'll get back to web comics in a second, perhaps. I don't know. Possibly. But not. the the catchphrase I'm thinking of, "Ayo, pancakes." Nice. I like yeah. that. I like that because uh, it sounds sounds kind of friendly and you know, cheery. You know, it's catchy, and yeah. yet it's a little uh, it's a little irreverent. You're gonna get pancakes in there. Not really talking about yeah. anything, but everybody loves pancakes, so everybody wants to hear love it. Pancakes. It's a word that everyone loves to hear. Pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, oh, pancakes. It was Dave. Dave Kellett. That was his introductory catchphrase. So I, I guess I can't use it because I'd be stealing it. Yep. I could come up with something similar. You could. Howdy ho, yeah. flapjacks. Well, that's a little too similar, I think. Oh really? Well, if you didn't copyright it. <laughs> uh, you've got flapjacks now. Sweet. Hey, there you go. You've got flapjacks. <laughs> You've got flapjacks now. <laughs> That's just gonna that sounds like a disease. Uh, sorry, sorry to inform then. you. You've got flapjacks. Good. Good news is you don't have genital herpes. The bad news is you've contracted flapjacks. They can be treated with butter and maple syrup. Is that a good catchphrase? Say, nah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, stick with that. Nah. You used to develop touchscreen video games, didn't you? Nah. You should uh, you should become an iPhone developer. Oh, you're talking to me for real now. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I used to. You if, you ever go into, if you ever get, go into a Burger King and uh, see a little rocket ship robot looking dealy with some games on it, I made... I don't know. I, I don't know how many games they were changing them out even as I was leaving. Mm-hmm. So they might have a whole new set of games. But last I checked, 
on their website they still had screenshots of my games now you never you did or did not ever do the sort of things like when you go into a bar and they have like the photo matching things or the little the little uh you know their like whatever photo hunt? touch the 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 play the game against the pirate or whatever yeah nudie photo hunt that, that sort of stuff yeah well not the photo hunt so much as the other ones but yeah yeah no i never did any of that although one of the games i made for burger king was the softcore equivalent of nudie photo hunt nice and by softcore i mean like it was cartoon pictures mm-hmm. it was cartoon thing. nudity you drew yeah. you drew naked ladies i drew naked ladies <laughs> and then you drew a slightly different naked lady Yep, uh, yep, basically. <laughs> and then now kids all around the world can, can mm-hmm. play them. That's copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> actually, the picture of the game, the one game they have a screenshot of on their website, uh, no longer is not one of the games that I made. Somebody else on my team made that one. I maybe touched part of it, but. Hmm. It's too bad that you didn't make those things because every time I'm in a bar and I see one, I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell the people I'm with, I'm like, oh, hey, I know a guy who makes those sort of things. Well, I could potentially. Mm-hmm. Actually, one and of the they'll companies be like, "Really? Is... Did you make that one?" And I'll be like, "Yes," even though I know you didn't. <laughs> so just lying I know the guy who wrote that. Man, don't don't do that too much, because one day I'm gonna get punched in the face by someone who thinks nudie photo hunts too frustrating. <laughs> well, and, yeah, if I get down if I get down to where I'm explaining who you are, I think at that point I'm also explaining that you didn't actually do those games. Well, but now you can be like. Now you can be like, yeah, so uh, I know somebody who makes those things. And then be like, really? And be like, yeah, he does my podcast with me. And hmm. did, they, did they make that one? Yeah, I hate that one. Well, yeah. let me give you his home address. <laughs> Go tell him. <laughs> let me give you his, his address shortened address. So you can yeah, let me give you his shortener. tiny address hash code. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Uh, I really hope someone goes. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually release that into public domain because I want someone to make that for me. Oh, the so how do we uncopyright then? I, I just I think I have to say I hereby release the idea for tiny address into the public domain. Released for, for public domain. Man, I drove through Iowa on the way to Minneapolis for New York. Yeah. And Iowa has a ton of windmills. Really? Like big power generating big, windmills? <laughs> no, the ones with the little rooster that point in the direction the wind's going. Well, yes. I just wondered if they, had, they probably have those generated. old ones too, you know, pumping water for the cows. <laughs> what? Windmills don't pump water for cows? Yeah, totally, dude. That's what those old school windmills did. They ran a pump. No way. Filled, up, filled up the trough. Well, what else were they before? I don't know. To look old timey and farm like. <laughs> in the in the old timey times, I don't think there was a big market for things that fit fit that period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, at the time they were marketed as modern and new. <laughs> Want to make your farm look more modern? Get a windmill. Get a windmill. They're brand new technology. Make everything look new. They spin and, and point into the wind, and that's it. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure know, they that... ran pumps. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, no, they were electric generating windmills. There was just tons of them all over the place. It wasn't oh, like, cool. it wasn't like you know, those fields you see on TV where they're like, these are killing the migratory patterns of the you know, African swallow or anything like that. I have not seen was, those ads. 
Uh, Windmills you know. are killing migratory patterns? Yeah, supposedly. Birds birds try to, you know, if you put a giant windmill field in uh in the route I guess mig- migratory birds go, they apparently can't can't really can't figure out those. That, yeah, they can't figure out that the, the they're going to hit that blade as it comes swings around. They fly into the blades. Wow, that seems like natural selection to me. <laughs> natural selection as enforced by the United States Energy Consumption. Mhm. I I also have to wonder if, you know, what's worse for the birds, the windmills or the smoke of the giant coal smokestack that would be in place if it weren't for the windmills? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It might not even be the, they're hitting the windmills so much as it throws off their like natural innate migratory direction compass, you know, Mm. like something about the the huge field of windmills makes them get confused and fly west for the winter instead of south okay i don't I know so. i clearly don't know what i'm talking about anyway this is usually, usually so those case. so those weren't you didn't see giant fields like that no it wasn't like row after row after row of windmill it was like literally like you know one here and there 15 or so scattered about near the interstate and then you go for a while and then there was another 20 or 30 some way off in the distance some up close sometimes yeah. they were spinning sometimes they weren't i don't know it was a really windy day and i think that if the wind is going too 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 much too quick they, they turn them off cause yeah they'll, they'll break yep i saw a youtube video once of one that uh that broke because apparently yeah. the the braking mechanism or whatever they were using to turn it off was broken so it was just freewheeling in the wind, and it just started spinning really fast until the blades just disintegrated. Disintegrated? Essentially, yeah. They just sort of like, well, I mean, they didn't turn to sand, but... <laughs> they, <laughs> you got to understand, when you say disintegrate, I have, you know... They sort of broke apart of... all at once, not in the manner you would expect them to. They didn't just fall off. They kind of yeah, broke. there wasn't like a giant pinwheel of death that went down like the field and no, across the interstate they didn't burst into flames <laughs> that'd be the way to do it if i ever make <laughs> a windmill, hilarious <laughs> if i ever make a windmill and it I, you know i'm gonna have the braking mechanism in the hopes that everything works properly but if that braking mechanism ever breaks i'm gonna have some sort of combustion mm-hmm. uh of explosives on there. rigged in there yeah <laughs> so that it if were it were to break it would not disintegrate but rather Fall off, continue rolling, bursting in flames mm-hmm. across the interstate. You have cameras rigged up to capture the whole thing, just in case. Just in case. But there'll be a braking mechanism, so the hope the hope is it doesn't happen. But yep. in the event that it does happen, I'll have to spend a couple extra $100,000. You, you have a secondary or tertiary revenue stream available. <laughs> yes. In case it breaks down, you can always sell the footage. <laughs> how podcast dies when the podcasters have notifications and chat windows and browser windows open the best is when you can watch a video podcast that in which those are the case because it's very evident when the people are distracted and yeah really they're like looking something up i gotta not do that don't don't do it don't Don't kill our podcast because it's vital and alive right now but it could die i'm just gonna look at my hands from now on (laughs) <laughs> stare That's at my good. hands 
and get lost talking. in the crevices of your hands. Mm-hmm. Are your hands particularly craggly, crinkly, um, skin foldy? I, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I should learn to read palms. Maybe. Can you like a, take a palm reading course online? Learn to read Gosh. palms. Is that something you have to like uh, apprentice yourself to <laughs> to learn to read palms? Probably. I'm not sure that palm reading has found the internet just yet. No, still. Although, one of the now few I'm crafts. Open my browser, which is the rule again. The rule I just outlawed. And I'm gonna look up. Oh uh, great! Palm reading online course. I actually yeah, know. I actually know online. where I could go in Omaha to get my palm read because the place where my girlfriend used to live, in her area, in her neighborhood, there were like three different palm readers. I don't know why. It wasn't like a weird, creepy area or anything. But for some reason. In the vicinity, there were like three different palm readers, like you know, places, ha- houses with like neon lights on them that said "Palm and Tarot Reading Here." Apparently, palm readers not market marketing people. Otherwise, they probably would have scoped out the area. Yeah, seeing if there was some sort of viability in the marketplace. I don't know what the deal is there. Maybe it's just people who who are friends and they're like, "Why don't we all open up palm reading joints?" Yeah, they were friends, and they all took a palm reading class one time, and then they all started their own businesses, but they didn't. And now, yeah. yeah, now they hate each other because they cut into each other's palm reading business. Sad, really. Hmm. Pretty, pretty common tale. Yeah, I did find a, a learn free palm reading online thing, though. Cool. Well, so, I would look it up, but I'm too busy looking at my hands now. <laughs> palm reading or palmistry. Chiromancy. Palmistry? Really? Palmistry? Yep. That's the scientific name for palm reading. Palmistry. It's not palmology? No, it's not, I don't think so. It's not palmolive? <laughs> Ow, that one wasn't good. Sorry. Probably a reason they, they didn't call it palmolive, because then they would... Maybe they do have marketing acumen, because they're like, how about palm, palmolive? Nope, that's a that's household cleaning, cleaning substance. All right. What about what about palmology? That sounds too hokey. Palmistry. Palmistry. What does that sound like? That reminds me of something. Palmistry. 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 Sounds palmistry. like upholstery. Upholstery. Yeah, it does sound like upholstery. Yes, I win. Is that what you were thinking of, or I don't know, but it, I don't know, but it works. Yeah, I'll take I mean, it. It feels right. Upholstery. Upholstery. Palmistry. Palmistry upholstery? A palmistry? I don't know. Palmistry and upholstery. That's what one of those palm readers by your sister should do. To open up a second side business to bring in, you know, people are like, I need uh, I need this couch fixed. How about your hand reading while you're while you're here? They don't call the uh, palm reading business palmistry though. They put palm reading on the sign. Because yeah, otherwise, no one would have any idea what it is. <laughs> what the hell's palmistry? Oh, well, I need my couch oh, fixed. They misspelled upholstery. <laughs> really Seriously? badly. Wow. It must not be very good. Not going there. <laughs> it's probably what happens. Probably that's how they got the palm reading. Like, you know, this, this palmistry thing, it's not really working out. I keep getting people coming in with couches. I keep thinking couches. Is there anything you get upholstery besides couches? Cars? Sure. Car seats. Yeah. Any furniture. Yeah. Chairs. Um, cars. The interior mm-hmm. of cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mostly couches and chairs. Could you get your palm upholstered? Could you get your gloves? Upholstered? Your... You could. Yeah. I don't know why you would want to want to sew things to your hand, but I suppose mm, you could maybe get, I, get your hand upholstered. Maybe I'm a criminal. Maybe I'm a criminal who doesn't want to leave fingerprints. You'd think you could just wear gloves. But I'm always criming at all times. <laughs> um, I, I guess so. You'd think you could just wear the gloves all the time. Get the same effect without having to sew the gloves to your hands. Sometimes I sleep crime, though. I'll be sleeping and then... Well, sleep with your gloves on. But but when I Do sleep you... when I sleep crime, I, I take my gloves off for some reason. Mm. They I call me the, upol- the upholstery palmer, because like, I palm things. The upholsterist? The palmistry upholster palmer. I palm a lot of things. It's a catchy news news title, you know. Mm-hmm. The the palm the palmos the palmsterist. It would take some no, practice pa- to say, <laughs> but then after they said it, they would say "strikes again" is what I was getting at. <laughs> right. The another appalling <laughs> upholstery murder. Another appalling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pulmonary. Thing. You would wanna you would wanna look up some words before you went on went on the air. Oh, is that what he says? Man, I haven't seen Wayne's World in a long time. Yeah, I watched it like every day during the summer of I don't know, 96. Yeah, the summer no. of whenever it came out. 12 no, not years the summer ago. of whenever it came out. It was well after that. But me and one of my neighbors, we constantly watch. We watch it. Every day we would walk, go and get chips and salsa and watch Wayne's World during the summer. <laughs> Man, and you were living so, the life. I didn't know. That is awesome. It was pretty great. And then, and then I remember succinctly one day he was like, hey, do you want to go outside and play catch? And I was like, but what? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay and eat. What? What? And Miss Wayne's World? Yeah. (laughs) And so, and then he went outside to play catch, and I continued watching Wayne's World, and now I'm making a podcast cast, and I think he's a professional baseball player. Ooh. Hmm. Well, you know, they. uh, What do they know? (laughs) Is that is that a catchphrase attempt? Uh no, but um, it could be it's trademarked anyhow. Copyright. Yeah, it was it was a pivotal moment, just like the moment because it was clear that I I was not going into sports and I was going more towards movies, not as a film actor or anything, but as a, someone who talks about them and watches them. Mm-hmm. A critic. And then perhaps could be a critic. We could critic. We could critic. We could critic. We could criticize movies on this podcast if we wanted to. Uh, we could. I, I don't really see that many movies, so it would morely, mostly be you critici- about them. critiquing them Ooh, while that's I go. That's a word. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another moment in my life when I was at like Target or Walmart with my mom. It must not have been Target because it was a long time ago. And I had, I had $10 to spend. And... Uh, we were going through the store and I saw a Nerf gun. It was a it was a sharpshooter or something. It had like a laser sight on it. 
which is actually just like whoa a seriously light. they put a laser sight on a nerf gun well it was it was a light with a red oh a red light plastic. okay yeah, <laughs> not an actual laser that you could like you know <laughs> no. blind someone with it, no and even if it was you know there's there's no way that the uh that the dart gun is going to get the dart to the, to the target like <laughs> you don't I mean, think it's that accurate know. no no but anyway i wanted to get that it was 10 bucks and then there was you know like a an alarm clock that my mom and my dad had that, that was much better than my alarm clock and i kind of, i had commented how i would like one at some point i'm not sure why i needed an alarm clock i was in like elementary school but anyway it was 15 bucks and she was like you know you could get that nerf gun now or you could save your money for something you need later like the alarm clock mm -hmm. and i bought the nerf gun and now i'm yeah. sixty thousand dollars clearly the better <laughs> clearly the better choice i think so but it is another pivotal moment where like you know some people go down the route meanwhile my other friend who had a paper route at the time by the time he was done with high school he had saved ten thousand dollars what from a paper route no, I mean, he'd had other jobs oh. since then. But, you know, he went to the store with his mom, and he bought a copy of Quicken, perhaps. <laughs> and, and so while I'm nerf shooting people, like, but laser, you know, aiming with my laser mm -hmm. 10 to 20 feet above the mark I want to hit and then hoping the arc makes it, having a good time, he's, he's saving receipts. And, and, and by the time he's done with high school, he's got, you know, a down payment on a car. Meanwhile, I have sweet collection of micro machines and Hot Wheels. 